back. Another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. <laughs> How you doing, Nesbitt? I'm doing good. Man, lots of tour stuff in the recent episodes. Yeah. We're um, taking a break now from the tour stuff, and we're going to get to uh, an, another themed episode. We're back yeah. to the themed episodes. We've got a lot to cover, too. I mean, we've talked yeah. about uh, Final Frontier, B-Sides, Bruce's albums, like Seventh yeah. Sun down the road. We've got so much to do. Yeah. And, you know, the order in which they come out is really reacting to the tour and to kind of, you know, more or less how we how we fit our episodes together. Yeah. But there's lots to be done. It's going to be a busy summer with the tour with with our experience of the tour yeah. coming up. Yeah. But yeah, some some great episodes lately and some great feedback from listeners. Yeah, we're getting tons of great feedback, which is great. I love it. Yeah. Uh yeah, the tour is going along pretty good. Uh I don't no. know. We've really covered it in depth. There's not a lot of new stuff to talk about right now. Or is there? Or no. is there? <laughs> or is there? No, yeah. We'll uh We'll revisit in a, yeah. in a future yeah. episode we'll as, be as need be. We'll be mentioning the tour as it goes along. Yeah, we'll bring it up. Actually, today we're going to. We figure people into... might be sick of. <laughs> people they... might be sick of hearing about us talking about the tour. They might be. But yeah, uh, yeah whatever. Well, you know, it's like yeah, fast forward a little bit if you are. <laughs> well, exactly. And the yeah, the other side is a maiden podcast, a maiden run tour right now. And there's a new tour. Exactly. So. What else are you going to do? Yep. But today we're going to get into. I think this was a concept that was originally thrown at us. By a listener, it was an underrated maiden. It size. was. Um, I can't yeah. remember exactly who it was that emailed us, but yeah, it was. It was suggested by a listener. Okay, and yeah. we've had some listeners give us feedback on underrated songs. We have a, a listener named Paul who uh, I've been back and forth with. Yeah, loves Maiden. Like he's one of the people. Like he'll send me, ask me a question, or send me something, and I'll send something back, and we yeah. get back and forth. These big long emails, which I love. Like I love talking in depth about Maiden. So. Yeah. He's got some, he sent me a list of underrated stuff, which I haven't actually looked at yet because I wanted to kind of get our episode done before he, we saw what his underrated songs were. Yeah, because, well, this is gonna, this is not a top 10 underrated. This is a, we're going to talk about some underrated right. songs now. Yeah. This isn't our top 10, yeah. Yeah. And is, we can... So these are underrated tracks, tracks that we think don't get enough attention. Yeah. They're not in any order and they're not like, you know, when I get to the last one, it's not my number one uh, most underrated track or anything. We're just picking no. a few randoms that we, uh, songs that we love. Yeah. So we'll get to them in a bit. We got, do you have any Maiden news you wanted to run through? Um, something I meant to talk about oh, two podcasts ago, three podcasts ago. Okay. Fell through the, the cracks. Scream for Me, Sarajevo. Yeah. Uh, the soundtrack for that is out. They released what the soundtrack is going to be. It's not released yet. Uh, for the, it's all Bruce Solo stuff. A really good track listing on it. This is the soundtrack to the documentary. Okay, because to refresh our listeners, we had announced previously that they had a release date for the Blu-ray. Wasn't right. that right? Yeah. Yeah. But this is the soundtrack, which is out, I think, at the same time. Cool. Uh, so I'll just go through it quick. Change of Heart, Tears of the Dragon, Gods of War, Dark Side of Aquarius, Navigate the Seas of the Sun, Road to Hell, Arc of Space, Omega, River of No Return, Power of the Sun, Strange Death in Paradise, Inertia. Um, and then there's a song called Acoustic Song and Eternal, which are like bonus tracks. Uh, June 29th, yeah. soundtrack comes out. So there's three Balls to Picasso songs, four Accident of Birth, four Tyranny of Souls, and two Skunk Works. Okay, so but... none from uh, your favorite Bruce Solo album. I'm thinking Chemical Wedding. Chemical Wedding. Yeah. So none from Chemical none Wedding. None from Chemical Wedding, yeah. Which is, uh, I don't know why. But when you say s- soundtrack, 
Yeah. This is uh, Bruce Solo recorded songs themed for the movie. It's not the recording from there, is it? It's not a live. No, it's no, not from a live that show. This is like basically a greatest hit. Yeah, because I was gonna say because in the documentary where they showed him on stage, I was like, that sound quality is. Yeah, no, this is yeah. like a comp- basically a Bruce Solo compilation that they're putting out to go along with the movie. Yeah. So, it's it, 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 I don't know. I made a soundtrack of it in Google Music, which I'll share with you. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of really good tracks in there. Will it be? But I just wanted to mention that anyway. Yeah, it's good. Will it be released on vinyl? Do you think? I saw that there is a vinyl and Blu-ray combo that you can pre-order. Ooh. Yeah, which I never did pre-order, but I was going to. Yes, but would you even count yourself as a fan anymore? <laughs> what is the point of this? <laughs> Two weeks late on the news. I'm gonna need a new Maiden Genius podcast <laughs> counterpart. Um, gonna tee up a beer soon. Let's I got one here. Mm-hmm. I've got a. Uh, we haven't done. I don't know if we've done one for these guys yet. We got to start tracking what we're doing. We should. We keep should. Track of, uh, yeah, a beer yeah. hall of fame, and we should have friends of the show hall of fame too. <laughs> yeah. um, this is a Storm Brewery. It's like craft craft brewed ale, but it's a really super craft, like micro brew. Yeah. Micro micro brew. Like yeah. they literally brew and sell in like four or five locations. They actually have like. Uh, they have really good labeling, but they have a, at the bottom of the label almost like a checkbox where they mark off the age of the beer. The point being is that it's small batch, but I find the consistency is really high. Yeah, I think they started in mm. Carbonier. Did they? Yeah, in the nineties, and then did they? They changed their name to Storm, and I think I don't even know much about them right now. No, they're excellent. Yeah. I, I buy them regularly because yeah. my butcher has them in the. That was always one of the very first like Newfoundland craft beers that I remember getting into. That and like when Kitty Vitty started up, yeah, it was those two. Yeah, because they have the stout, which we'll do another time. But today yeah. we're going to do the Irish Red. Okay. Sorry, but the Irish Red is. Um, to be honest with you, I just grab whatever's there because they usually have like a tray full, and then the next week they'll have stout. Yeah, and they, they sell out, and then they're gone, yeah. and then you, yeah, and then okay. the yellow gold. Yeah. So tee it up. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. first <laughs> so this is the irish red irish red that's well, irish newfoundland and it's got the whole uh newfoundland uh Republic independent of newfoundland. flag on it yeah which is a green white and pink which uh, a lot of people denote as like a newfoundland independence flag and they link it to like catholicism here and which is rampant um us irish catholics we uh, have a good base here but it's actually a union flag between the green representing the Irish and the pink representing the English rose. And they used it because in the harbor, the crews from the different sides used to fly the separate flags and it created divisions over who got to birth where and people were fighting over wood and it just created tension. So I said to fly in the Port of St. John's during that period pre-Confederation, pre-the Newfoundland flag, before Newfoundland was said it was a dominion, that was the flag you had to fly in the harbor. So there you go. Newfoundland history. history minute. There That's much better than the Leafs minute. <laughs> Which, by the way, there's nothing to report until the draft, <laughs> which comes up in June. That's um, a pretty good beer. Late June. Yeah. I feel mm. like it's almost too cold to taste. I need to let it settle a little bit. You and your cold tastiness. <laughs> um, that's a good beer. Mm, that's good. Very good. 5.5% yep. Irish red. I don't know what that means. So, underrated songs. What was your approach to this? For me, I, I went to a few albums that were underrated. I picked out a few songs. But I tried to pick some of the songs people might say, that's not underrated. 
Um, I'm not trying to be the most underrated, but I'm, I'm picking songs that I feel, you know, especially with the set list selections, people just either didn't care to hear it or didn't want to pick the song up. And so I just picked kind of, I mean, I could right. really do 50 of these. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. And it's like how, what makes it underrated? Is it yeah. underrated for Maiden fans or is it underrated for hardcore Maiden fans? Is it underrated for everyone? Is it something that, like there's some of these songs that I picked that I think could be like as popular as Run to the Hills, but they never got the push that Run to the Hills did. Yeah. And then there's also some that I think are like buried gems that just never got the attention they deserve. Yeah. And if people are listening to the podcast, they can probably guess the songs you're going to pick. That's but right. I just picked a few random ones. Uh I made I, some clips. Lots I, of clips this episode. Lots of clips. Yeah. Good. I picked two that are on the current set list. Because remember we picked this okay. before yeah. we did the live episode. Yeah. I was like, I'm not changing it. Because I'm going to give my reasoning yeah. why. I'm not going to yeah. go back and edit it. Yeah. And uh, I think I know the song you're talking about. And I do agree that it's underrated. But yeah. we'll get into that when we get to it. We'll get it. into it when we get to it. Yeah. So should we just get on with the first song? or? Yeah, I'd say we ease into it. Yeah, certainly. Do you want to go first? What's your number one underrated song? Well, no, it's not number one. It's not my number what? one. The, the first in no significant order. Right. So the first song that I picked as underrated, I picked this one right away because I've talked about it on like four or five podcasts. Yeah. Faith in the Sand. Okay, excellent one. Right. Dance yeah. of Death. Yeah. Buried on, towards the end of Dance of Death. Uh, this is one of my favorite Maiden songs, and a lot of people don't know it. It gets totally overlooked. If you don't know the song, go listen to it and give it a few listens. I'm going to, like, dissect it. Go <laughs> and, for like, it. hopefully by the time I'm done, you can, like, I don't know, you'll have a new appreciation for it. It has this intro. It's kind of mellow. And it's kind of, like, uplifting sounding. And kind of keeps with that dance of death feel and kind of links it with the album and, like, the theme of the album. And it's also, like, the melody line from the chorus. Yeah. But it's played, like, acoustically at the beginning, really, like, mellow. And you don't hear this melody again so they give you the melody to the chorus in an intro and then they do two verses and two pre-courses before they hit with the chorus again so it kind of gives you a hint of what's to come and then it, they don't get to it for a while like it really sounds like it fits on dance of death but then it takes this like turn it's a really short intro the melody and then it takes this turn and it gives us this like ominous feeling like this whole song well, i'll get into it i'll play you the intro right now yeah So you can hear how it has that intro with the melody and it's kind of like this uplifting thing. Yeah. But then there's a point where it just takes a turn and it feels like something bad's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I got just, that sound to it. I'm just waiting for the drums to kick in. Yeah. I love <laughs> I that lead up. Yeah. And that just builds and builds. And before the drums come in, what you're talking about, the guitars come in and they just come oh. in howling. This guitar... And, and if you're listening to it in headphones, it only comes in in the right speaker. Yeah. And it sounds really like... If you listen to this on headphones with your eyes closed the song will like blow your mind 
Like, That's and cool. it, it literally, the only way I can like describe it is howling, like howling drums, the way it comes in. And uh, then once the guitar is built, then like you're saying, that intense drumming, it just comes in pounding. But uh, here's a clip of where the guitars come in. So when we did Dance of Death, we talked about the drums in this a lot. And it's the only song that uh, Nico ever used a double kick on. And okay. it, it's super unique for Maiden. And it's like really heavy and really intense for like for Maiden. Like I know those people listen to like, you know, Slayer and they'll be like, that's not intense at all. But for Maiden, like it's really intense. And I just love the way it builds and the way the song, like it starts out with that intro and then it takes a turn. The guitars come in. Then the drums come in. It's just as building and building and building, and uh, man, and it just builds to this like awesome chorus. And Bruce's vocals in this are, I think, they're amazing. sounds awesome on this song i love when he's just like belting it out and like i would love to see them do this song live just to see bruce like with his fist in the air did they ever do live no on the dance Dance tour was um bruce had a writing credit on this didn't he yeah it's a dickinson yeah and smith Smith and harris yeah yeah Uh, yeah we covered this when we did dance death in the podcast and i think we rated it really highly i was raving about it back then this is epic top five maiden songs for me yeah that's right yeah I love this one. I love the talisman. I don't know what else I put up there. Yeah, the second side I think was Passchendaele with this, and and then it's wedged in between with Age of Innocence and Journeyman. I mean, it's really yeah. good. Uh, There's a lot of hidden gems on the second second side yeah. of uh, Dance of Death. So the first half of the song, it builds to this like intense, relentless pounding drums, but then the solo comes in and it kind of changes the feeling again. Yeah. And the solo kick and the drums kind of back off of that double kick. And uh, it's got this kind of like, I don't know, there's, really, there's some really cool drum fills in there. And then like, uh, there's like this part where it breaks down and it gets this cool like swing to it, to the drumming. Yeah. And then Adrian's solo comes in. So the solo temp- tempo, they pick up the tempo a little bit during the solo. Yeah. And that fast tempo goes right through to the end of the song. And they do a feed the chorus a few more times. And uh, it's totally easy to identify those Adrian like solo. He does that like, I brought this up a few times in the podcast too, where he does this like tremolo picking thing at the end of the solo, like really fast on a note, which is like, you hear Adrian do that a lot.
that's that part that I was talking about. That picking thing at the end, that like Adrian does that a lot at the end of his solos. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So anyway, it's top ten, top five Maiden songs. I think. Um, I know there's a lot of synthesizers on this song, but I mean, Book of Souls had a lot of synthesizers. If you listen mm-hmm. to the, you've listened to the live chapter. If you listen to the song Book of Souls on the live chapter, listen to how many how much keyboards is in that. Like the keyboards are so loud in the mix. Like there's a lot of keyboards in Maiden now. Uh, they really when we covered this album, I thought that they kind of overdid it with keyboards and like the fake orchestration thing. Yeah. But it really works on this song. The song is so like intense. And the theme of the song, I don't know, this was like the first Maiden album post 9-11. And it's kind of got that like song. It's kind of like I don't know, it's like everyone's waiting for something to happen. Everyone's waiting for something to see. Lunatics waiting for bigger disasters. Everyone's waiting for news on TV. Yeah. And it's just like the lyrics, so I watch and the I wait TV. and I pray for an answer to the end of the strife in the world's misery. Yeah. I don't know, it's cool. They're digging the graves and loading the guns for the kill. It's just yeah. like, it's got this kind of mood to it that, I don't know. I, I don't think any Maiden song sounds like this. It's like a total doom and gloom sound. There's a yeah. bit of a like an uplifting thing to the actual chorus of it, but I think this is like a totally underrated masterpiece. Ma- masterpiece. Yeah, and I would love to hear a live song. version of this. I love yeah, it. It's fantastic. And I think a lot of people, this is not even on their radar at all. It's not, if you no. ask them about Face in the Sand, they'd be like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, everyone, pay more attention to the song. It's totally it's underrated. Awesome song. Yeah, I got a quote from Bruce Dickinson. It says it's about modern world propaganda. How we all think we're so clever. And the things that we build that we imagine to be timeless and that just fade away in the end. And of course, the whole Iraq war thing is rearing its head at the time when we were writing the album. I remember thinking about the desert sand and stuff and it moves and shifts and whatever you build, like a sphinx or pyramids or whatever, all eventually crumble away into something else. Yeah. Okay. Covered in sand. Yeah. (laughs) And then they're fine for later. Yeah. Um, Wow. You know, so A... You got tons of clips. Yeah. B, you're way more obscure than I am. <laughs> I was just like tracks that are underrated. Like yeah, I, I, I'd pull a track off uh, off Iron Maiden for this, you know. Yeah. Um, from my perspective, I it want, doesn't have to be unknown. Yeah, this one's unknown oh, no. and underrated. I just feel that yeah. You, you can pick a song that's well known, but you think doesn't get enough respect that it should. Like, exactly. I yeah. only have one that's that's um, relatively unknown, and some from Final Frontier. Yeah. Leave that one to later. Yeah. But uh, the one I wanted to start with was uh, is from um, "Only the Good Die Young" from Seventh Son. Oh man, I just dude. love it. That's a really good song too, and it's like, yeah, it's Seventh Son. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people know the hits and the singles off. Yeah, Seventh the Son. evil that men do is on the the latest album. You know, Clairvoyancy and Madness. There's so many great ones on yeah. there. Well, there isn't a bad Seventh song Son. on there, but that one There's where not. it's the closer. Yeah. I think maybe it doesn't get the respect it deserves. Exactly, because it's buried at the end. It does not, and I I just think it's to me it's probably and this is. You know, I often say this is basically my favorite album. Yeah. Um, you can't pay favorites anymore because the podcast just warps your mind. Because <laughs> yeah. you go around in circles and all of a sudden you, you love an album, you hate an yeah. album, you love an album. Well, you don't hate anything, but you love another yeah. one more. And um, I just think this song is probably amazing. So I'm just going to uh, play a clip here. This is one of my favorite parts of the song.
Yeah, that's an awesome song. It yeah. is it where it's buried there at the end. Like if this yeah. was earlier in the uh, earlier in the album, mm. I think it would get more respect because I think people kind of forget what those are the last. Yeah, I think they get faded out. Plus, this album is is I'm not going to knock the second second side of the album at all. Yeah. But the the beginning is that lead in. Remember, I've always said, yeah, if you want to get someone hooked on on Maiden, just play the first side of Seven Son, just because it leads up so perfectly. Yeah. And you know, I think we did some favorite lyrics at one stage. My my favorite lyrics in there, you know, your soul's going to burn in the lake of fire. Um, but I, that that clip, the lyrics, are just so for anyone who didn't pick them out. So I, I think I'll leave you with your bishops and your guilt. So until the next time. Have a good sin. I love that. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, it's like finishing off the story of the seventh son. Yeah. He like sees his future and like accepts his fate. Mm. He tried to warn everyone, but he just gives up and he's like, you can leave them to their religion. He's like, I don't know. And it's cool how it ties into like, uh, like the evil that men do lives on and on and only the good die young. The evil that the evil seem to live forever. Like yeah. it's, it I don't know, fits in the bass playing on this song particularly. Yeah. Amazing. Really good. And the ending is great. Yeah, it's really cool. Think, it's like the synthy layered with keyboards, and then the solo comes in, and then it has this like maiden freak out at the end mm. from like early maiden. I don't know. It sounds nothing like the rest of the album. And then I don't know if it counts as part of the song, but you know, the seven deadly sin, seven ways to win, yeah, comes in again at the end. The seven holy paths to hell. Yeah, and your trip yeah, begins. Your trip begins. I don't know if that's technically part of the song, no. but it's still the way the end of the album is so awesome. Yeah, the song is totally underrated. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if people would say it's it's underrated, but no one can argue that it's not awesome, <laughs> right? You, yeah. People might say, "Oh, that's an easy yeah. track." Well, like the older tracks, it's harder to pick. You know, like I've got I've got one on here from Power Slave. I think that is underrated though, because I've never heard anyone say that is in their top ten or their one of their favorite songs. No. Or people are talking about set lists, and mm-hmm. then no one's ever thrown the song out there. It's so great, and yeah. like I got to be honest, this this album I love so much. I, yeah. I say this about every made album. I, I love know. them all. But, when, you know, like, this is one of the funnest albums to listen to. Oh, my God. It's just it's so awesome. easy. I can't wait to do this because I really want to talk about the concept yeah. and the theme and the story of it. Because, like, you can just so good. pick those lyrics apart and just, like, tie all the stuff together. And, the, I don't know, there's so many ways to interpret it. How they all, all the songs all fit into everything and how this, how, if there's like a timeline to it. Yeah. I'm dying to do that album. <laughs> my, my one, the, the thing I won't back down on on this album. Yeah. Is that if you're gonna take one of the sixteen studio albums and give it to someone new for Maiden, this is the album. Still for me, even better than Power Slave. Like I just think it's so Maybe. catchy. Yeah, it is really catchy, and there's a lot of classics on there. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I still think if no someone's never heard Maiden before, there's nothing wrong with just hitting them with Run of the Hills. It's the catchiest song. There's a reason that that's the most well known. I know we're all sick of it, but like, that's the super catchy one. It has all the Maiden things in it. You know, the gallop and the guitar solo and the... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's the one song that'll catch people. It's the catchiest song. Run to the Hills is not on the underrated list. <laughs> no, it's not. Next song. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. That's the overrated list. No, you're just talking about hooking people. I'm just so. kidding. I know. I know. I'm joking. So my next song... Yes. ...is The Educated Fool. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a great song. It's good, too. Bruce... Or, Bruce. Blaze. I'd love to hear Bruce do this song. Blaze sounds great on the song, and but Bruce should do this one. Like, imagine, okay, I got a clip here. I was gonna made this clip to talk about Blaze's vocals, but imagine this clip while you listen to how good Blaze's vocals are. Okay. Imagine Bruce singing this with like with Adrian doing the uh, harmonies. You know how Adrian sings the backup sometimes. Time will go. I 
so I always love the song. I think it's. I'm just saying this now. I haven't really thought this through. Yeah. But it might be my favorite song on Virtual Eleven. Uh, there's a cool part in the middle too that like. Um, it's like an instrumental part. I don't know if I would call this a guitar solo. Like, a lot of the modern Maiden songs do this. They play like a riff-based part and then like another riff-based part. And guitars playing melody lines together, but like, I don't know if I'd actually call it a solo. It's more of like an instrumental part. Um, listen how cool this is. I just I really like this song. I know most people either hate or overlook this Virtual Eleven album because it has some like stinkers on there. Yeah, and well, it has some songs that could be good if they were severely edited down. Yeah, just too repetitive, like that. Don't look in the eyes of a stranger, and everyone knows the Angel and the Gambler is like four minutes too long. <laughs> but right. uh, this song is a standout, and I don't think I think if people listen to the song a bit more, like. I don't know. I think it doesn't get the respect it deserves. First of all, it gets the Blaze hate, and then it gets the Virtual Eleven hate on top of that. I don't know. They haven't played this since the Virtual Eleven tour, so it's kind of just like dropped off the face of like Maiden history. And <laughs> I think it, anyway, underrated track for me. It is underrated. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a great track. Virtual Eleven. I don't know. Mm, there's some good stuff on there. Really. No. I, I just can't really get into the album for that purpose yeah. it's just there's a lot in there I don't like uh, X Factor is way better way better way better I think yeah. but uh, Virtual Eleven has some good stuff on there yeah but I mean I, you know like I mean I haven't put the listening in to really be critical yeah. on it. we haven't covered it yet I'd be lying if I said I listened to it a lot X Factor I have listened to it for a bit yeah I like some of Blaze's stuff and uh, Virtual Eleven I find it really hard to get into there's, yeah. it's just so many stop starts in the album for me I just can't really get going yeah. on it Never, we'll see when we cover it. We yeah, we got to cover it, and then I'll have yeah. an honest opinion on it. I mean, I could honestly say that, uh, you know, um, No Prayer, uh, Virtual Eleven, those are two albums I don't know that well. Yeah. I You know, I've listened to them, I can pick them out, but not excited about yeah. it. And I, I just, I'm never, like, I'm only going to listen to, I'll listen to Virtual Eleven in the lead up to prep for it, and it'll catch me or not. And you'll be done with it, or you'll love it. Yeah. But... Dance of Death was in my routine, but very infrequently, and it's totally amped up after I covered it. Yeah. Final Frontier I'm in love with now. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, next up for me. Yeah. It's a funny one to say now because it's on the tour list. Right. But, um, and I knew I had picked it to be on the tour list, but I wanted to put it out there kind of as a challenge. Yeah. We didn't know when we'd be doing these anyway, but I picked um, From a Matter of Life and Death for the Greater Good of God, which is the only track that's on there. And I love yeah. it because... And I, I kept it in here. I didn't, when we're doing this, come in and go, oh, swap it out. Yeah. Because people are now, like the reaction that we got in our last few podcasts was some people are arguing the track should be pulled or it kills momentum. Other people have said that the crowd doesn't know it or whatever. Well, I think they're missing out. Yeah, I, f- I feel like yeah. the people that know the track 
Yeah. This is a highlight of the new set list in the new concert in the yes. new tour. But then I feel like a lot of people don't know it and they're like, I'm gonna go get a beer. Yes. That kind of thing. I've heard some fair criticism online about people that just they don't like the solo. They don't think it delivers. Um I love the vocals. I love well. the whole thing. It's a great song. But yeah. me and you love that album more than your average Maiden fan, I think. So we Like, me and you both would put that in our top five, for sure. Probably top five, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's a hard one now. Yeah, Definitely top I six. Know. Top six or seven. Yeah. The problem is, is when you pick a top five, you're like, you think yeah. about what you're adding, but you don't think about the top 11 that are in I know, there. then you have to go back and think of the other ones. Yeah. But it's also this thing where, like, if tomorrow you listen to A Matter of Life and Death from beginning to end... It would it's, pop it's, back up into your top five again. It's cohesively one of the best albums. Yeah. It's a really, really solid album. And this yeah. is one of the best songs. Of, well, because it's, it's so, one, yeah. it's not one of my favorite songs on it. There's a bunch of songs that like, like I would, if I could mm. pull this from the set list and replace it with something from that album, I would put the longest day. I put, uh, yeah, the longest yeah. day. Well, we covered that. These colors don't about. run. Yeah. These colors the don't legacy. run. Go. I like different world as well. Like, that's yeah, like different world. Great too. There's so many, great it's just tracks. such a solid album. Everything's good. But I think that that album is kind of underrated and this song on it yeah. is also underrated. I Better than right. a thousand sons as well. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, it's such a great tone. Yeah. That's just yeah. such a solid album. I think this is, it does kind of get lost with all the super strong tracks. Yeah. And this album doesn't get the attention it deserves. So yeah, this is probably underrated. And it's only because of where it is in his tenure. Yeah. Well, hopefully after this tour, it won't be underrated anymore. Especially if they put a live album out of this tour. Yeah. Actually, when when I was picking this underrated, I kind of went through, you know, Matter of Life and Death. And I was like, there's like 10 tracks. Or, or I could, you know, you could pick every one of them. Yeah. Uh, But then I was like, because this was coming up on the set list, I was like, I think it's going to be in the set list. They basically teed it up. Yeah. But anyway, here's here's one of my favorite clips. I just love it. Well, it, it kind of defines the song. A wolf in sheep's clothing, a saintly a sinner. Some that would believe a holy war winner. If I love many shots and many parting blows, their actions beyond the reason, only God would know. And I'll stay back in hell, or I could be in hell. I feel this summer here, I'm looking for better, but I don't know. I don't know. So, I got a load of takes on One thing I love yeah. about that part. Yeah. Is I love when the drums kick in the way it kicks in. It's such a cool drum beat the way it kicks in. Yeah. But it almost reminds me of how like remember Axel used to have like these different voices he'd sing in? Yeah. Like one would be the high screamy one, one would be like the like, Yeah, one. that's right. And Bruce almost has like two separate voices the way he sings this, that part of the song, and then when he goes up the octave, it almost sounds like he's singing a different way. Yeah. Uh I don't know, I just love that. This song is yeah, it's really cool. I mean, like who's hearing that in the in the tour? And not losing their mind. Well, I guess they don't. People don't and, know. And everyone's like, "Oh God, it's a slow start." That's that's yeah. a minute thirty in. It eases in. Yeah, that's a nine and minute that, song. It's a long one. Yeah, it's a long song. But I think it's nine so minutes. good. And the vocals are absolutely insane. Yeah, like play the. Do you have a clip of the chorus? Yep. Here we go.
So, yeah, well, first, I just want to throw something in here. Um, on Google Play, the way yeah. that, that this album shows up, they zoom right in, and the cover art is totally different. Just check out the cover art, because it zoomed right in. Look at the guy sitting there having a smoke. I didn't really notice him on the okay. vinyl cover. So there's some cool aspects there. I've that, got that album cover, like, yeah. two feet by two feet framed on my office wall. Yeah. It's right across from my desk, so I stare at it all day. So I'm very, very familiar with every single little soldier on that album. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And they're all, like, so laid back for, like, skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, oh, well, got to get on to the missus. But um, that track, that, 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 that vocal chorus, I mean, it's insane i love it yeah. and you know and I, I wanted to keep it as underrated because there is a debate that this is in the song list and when you when you break down that track list i mean if you were to honestly analyze it without a feeling of tenure the greater go to god is in the top half of that even yeah. with so many great songs in there i just think it's a fantastic track so i have a clip of this mm. song from when we did the when we covered this album oh cool it's uh this is like the middle solo instrumental part yeah. which i think is like the highlight of the song this is a great song people this should be like getting way more respect than it gets i think it is underrated i think you're right fantastic so now i got a little bit of a uh, a controversial one it's not really controversial i don't know how people are going to feel about me picking the song but i think it's it's a song that i think a lot of people don't like that much but maybe they should pay more attention to it because it's pretty good like before I tell you what song it is, I always used to have this whole album kind of written off as mediocre, and this track is kind of like blah. It's Public Enema Number One. Yep. Which I think is a really, really good song. So, the main thing that'll catch you on this, I know you're, you love uh, vocals, right? Yep. So, the vocals in the chorus of the song are so catchy. Fall on your knees today. So I'm always very critical of like that gruff, gravelly delivery that Bruce has on this album, this whole album. But on this song, like when he sings there, that's like the good old Bruce, like singing, you know what I mean? Yeah. The good, good Bruce vocals. Because this whole album, I feel like he's kind of like doing that, like, I don't know, raspy, trying to sound, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know No Prayer as well as I'd like in some ways, but this this track stands out for me. Like, it's an excellent uh, tune, and, and you know, I think... Um, there's aspects of it though I would improve. Yeah, well, a thing I like about this song though is, it's got that. When we did somewhere in time, remember we were talking about that harmonized kind of guitar sound. Yeah. Like to me, this sounds like this could be on somewhere in time. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think this is a really cool song. It's, uh, they haven't played it since the No Prayer on the Road Tour in 1991 in France. I think it was the last time they played it. Um, I would love for them to bring this back live. It's a really cool song. I got a quick clip of uh, a live version. The people choke with poison. Children cry in fear. But you got your fast bullet. One way That's live Wembley Arena, London, December 1990. So, anyway, underrated track. I think, I think it gets a lot of. Uh, I don't know. I think Maiden fans all know it, but I don't think they. I think it's a standout on that album. It's one of the better tracks. So that's definitely underrated. Yeah. Um, is it a really good track? I'm not sure. I I, I like it. It stands out for me on the album. Yeah. Not, not a great album for me. Yeah. Although again, we haven't broken it down. Done the deep. I'm not saying it's anyone's it, favorite yeah. track. I'm just saying it's a lot better than I think people give it credit for. Yeah, I know. Underrated. I know, and then and then I'll be like, uh, I don't know, but no prayer. I listened to Nesbitt and I got this song, and that song. And you're like, did you know that when they were doing it, there was, they were at a craft brewery in a room full of naked women. And I'll be like, oh, it's my favorite album ever. <laughs> Which is basically what happens every album we do. So uh, yeah, fantastic. The next one I threw it. I tried to pick a, a big album, and I went back, and it was really kind of um, when we did Power Slave. There was three tracks right in the middle that kind of stood out to us. Flash of the Blade, The Duelist. Yeah. The Duelist is my my takeaway. It's just it's underrated because it's on such a huge album. Yeah. And then I think the next one was Back of the Village. I think we picked those three as they were our underrated tracks. Um, so for me, I uh, I would have to say that um, hey, I love this. I love the theme, and I think we we, we broke it down in much more detail. Duelist, I don't want to yeah. go into it again, but, yeah. but Flash of the Blade and Duelist were kind of a cool theme sword fighting. Anyway, um, I love this track. Anyway, I picked The Duelist because um, I've never heard anyone say, oh, that song sucks. And I've never heard, if you bring it up, you, everyone will be like, oh, yeah, great album. Oh, yeah. Duelist is awesome. However, no one's top 10 has it in it. And like, if that was yeah. on another album, and we broke this down in Power Slip, so I don't yeah. want to dwell too much on it. But, you know, yeah. there are underrated main tracks in every album. Yeah, because the, the, other, the other songs in this album are so popular and so, so great. This one gets kind of buried. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I used to always say this was my favorite Maiden song for a long time. Really? For a while. And I made one of my favorites on Power Slave. Um, I don't know. The drums are amazing. The bass playing is amazing. The guitars are amazing. It has that like feel. You know when I always say like I like songs, Maiden songs that like the feel of the song yeah. kind of feels like what the lyrics are about, and this kind of has that like frantic sword fighting thing on the go. I don't know. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty cool. If you listen to the bass lines and what the bass is doing under those instrumental parts. It's like amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. I got a quick clip of the baseline part too. I'll just play. It. It's pretty short. 
something on that's awesome. I just love these like long like parts where Maiden just jams out. Like I could do with another, you know, five or six minutes of just that part and stretch yeah. the song out. It's great. Yeah, it's, I think you're right. It is kind of underrated, even though everyone there's no one that says they don't like this track. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know why it's not people's favorite Maiden song. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Top ten anyway. It's great. Well, so I went a little deep with my next one. Cool. So this one, uh, you're probably going to groan at again. This is Judgment of Heaven. Oh, dear. This is great vocals by Blaze. The melody of the song, I think it fits his range. Like, when you remember I always say, like, when Blaze sings the Blaze stuff, he sounds great. Yeah. And this one's right in his range. And, I don't know, he sounds great. I'll play the chorus. Like, that's Prime Blaze, if you ask me. Prime Maiden Blaze, like those other All right, all right, I gotta have a go with this. So, like, this song, to me, all right. Yeah. um, Like, there's there's the the iconic Blaze, which to me is that pace and that grumble and all this stuff. This is just, it's like, when you hear him in that chorus, it just shows the limitations of his vocals. Like, this isn't a track that I I like. I think the opposite. I think it, it's, I think this it's an shows argument. what he's good at. His strengths. If you hurt, you got to put yourself back in that time. Okay. You know, um, you're just gonna miss Bruce. I don't know. That's my take on it. And I haven't. I like in the lead up to this, I didn't break this track down. Let's do it a hundred times. See, I think that this shows what's great about Blaze Maiden. If someone asked me, like, to pick out a really great example of yeah. Blaze knocking it out of the park vocally with Maiden. Yeah. I'm not going to pick him doing any of the live Bruce songs. I'm going to pick this kind of stuff. The stuff that he... That he... Are written for his range where he sounds like amazing. His voice voice sounds so powerful there. Yeah, but I just think he needs to be... It, 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 his voice is a lot like Paul's in the fact that I appreciate it much more with a lot, like a lot of pace. Because like... See, I disagree. Because I yeah. think where he's sitting back like this and like really belting it out, yeah, this is where he shines. I think this is where he shines, right? Yeah. I don't think this Man on the Edge... Like, those songs aren't in my favorite Blaze stuff. Yeah. I would never, you know what I mean? Although I like okay. Lord of the Flies. But this is what I like. I like the. Yeah. 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 Lord of the Flies is good. Sign of the Cross is good too. Yeah. And Sign yeah. of the Cross is yeah. another short one, like or another slower one like this where he's really belting it out. You know, the sign yeah. of yeah, the but, cross. Yeah, but there's that. No, I, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I'd have to see the tempo or, or like, uh, to me, no, it's not yeah. the same thing. To me, the delivery yeah. is just amazing. And uh, I don't know. And the other things about this song that are great, a short blistering solo from Dave Murray, which is. Uh, it's pretty short, I'll play it. Uh, it's a pretty cool solo. It's kind of a little bit unique sounding. And the song is 5 minutes and 12 seconds long. A lot of the problem with some of the Blaze stuff is that the songs, the ideas for the songs get dragged out you know, twice as long as they should. Yeah. Especially on the on virtual 11 this is a nice short catchy song blaze sounds awesome um i can see how people like if you're only into the classic maiden and they hear this it's not really based around riffs it's kind of i don't know how to describe it other than like kind of orchestrated i guess it's like i don't know it's not 
guitar riffs. It's guitars playing like melodies together. I don't know. I think it's like the lack of Adrian that kind of loses that rock edge mm. a little bit. Here's a, okay, here's a section from the middle of the song, instrumental. It sounds pretty cool, but it's not really a guitar solo again. It's just kind of like an instrumental guitar part played with guitars to carry the song along. So I wouldn't really call that a guitar solo. No, it's not a guitar solo. It's just kind of an instrumental part. Yeah. But uh, a it lot is. of the, this era Maiden has that. Yeah. Where they're kind of like carrying a melody yeah. along with multiple the, guitars. And, and I like it. Yeah. They, actually, to be honest with you, the timing on that sounds very reminiscent of a lot of other earlier riffs. Yeah. A lot of this Blaze Starting, era yeah. stuff kind of has that feel. And I can see if you're not into that, you're not going to like this era of Maiden. That's right. More so than the Blaze vocals. I think that's more of like part of what people don't like about this era. Mm. Is there's really long songs with like melodies, but it's not riff based. You know what I mean? Yeah. I uh, know what you're saying. Yeah. That's good. So that's a good track. I'll give it another like listen. It. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna honest. They're kind of in this yeah. like uh, judgment of heaven. They had like Judgment Day, Justice of the Peace, Judgment of Heaven. They had this like weird thing about Who wrote the track? Or, likely a Harris song. Steve Harris. Yeah. No, it's definitely a Harris track, though, but pretty well uh, yeah. he, he controlled uh, X-Factor. Yeah. Um, next one. This one, for me, is actually... It's it's kind of a political one in the sense of when I picked it. Okay. Uh, but it's also on the set list. Okay. Uh, and I picked it intentionally because I feel that it's horribly underrated, although the fact that they brought it back and the fan reaction's been so huge, someone could say, how could you think this is underrated? Okay. Flight of Icarus. But I love it so much. And I was like, no, nah, I want to just do it anyway. I just want to cover this okay. song. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to allow this. But that's like a classic Maiden-like hit. I know. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm calling it underrated. Underrated because why? Because. How is a Flight of Icarus I want, underrated? I want I to play hear this. Okay. It's <laughs> not because... underrated at all, I guess. I know, but I mean, how do you, like, because it was left out for so long, I guess. Underrated off the set list. Yeah. But like if you talk to even Everybody casual knows. maiden song fans, yeah. this is like this is my daughter's like was the first song that she ever requested right. that I used to play for her in the car. Yeah, but I mean, would you even put it in the top three tracks on, on this album? Like, you know? I yes, mean, I definitely would. Okay. Some yeah. people wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, Flight of Icarus. It's amazing. one of those yeah. things where people are like sick of it, so maybe they don't, but Well, I guess for me it's because um well, maybe I don't know. I've always said my, my two favorite main songs have always been The Evil the Men Do and Hallowed. Yeah. And I've kind of fallen in love with this song more recently. I don't even know why. I just love it. And maybe it was B-side work. I don't know what it was. And I know it's a single and all that stuff. So underrated seems stupid. So I guess... But for yeah. me, I've never seen anyone's top ten list. I hear people ripping it. In the set list thing, people are like, oh, why are they bringing that back? And, you know... I don't know. So maybe it's not underrated. Okay, I'm going to give I this to you yes. because it's not on Best of the Beast. There you go. It's not on Best of the Beast. Therefore, it is underrated. I personally <laughs> I personally don't really care. I okay, want, let's hear your clip. Yeah, Play I your want, clip. I'll, I got two. Okay. I just love the song so clip much. Clip number one. Let's hear <laughs> it. number one. Oh, next up, my underrated song is Trooper. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he sighs, 
I mean, have you even heard this under it? Like you're here picking these blaze nonsense. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> next up, Trooper. No, but I've got a um, like I, I I just absolutely love this track, and it's going to be my first uh, piece of tour gear. So I'm going to go and make sure that you're going to uh, get that Icarus shirt, of course. Yeah, so I'm definitely getting that. I can't wait for it. I just, but like, I don't think the vocal performance is appreciated enough. Here's a quick vocal clip. How long did he carry that for? That's amazing. He can sing almost better than I can. Uh, If you think that's cool, check this out. Not to outdo you, but oh damn it! Here it goes. On your way, like an eagle, fly, touch the sun. On your way, like an eagle, fly. So you didn't know I had that in my no. uh, back pocket. I have uh, clips of all these songs from these early albums on my uh, already pre-made. Yeah. So I just pulled that one out. But for our listeners out there, like literally we tee up and we do these lists and then I tee it up and you're just like, no, 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 watch. You pull literally in three seconds on your phone an isolated vocal clip. <laughs> Man, you're a geek. You I think that's it. cool? And uh, just to, before we go to my song, no, no. I'm just going to finish off your, uh, your choice with uh, this clip. Fly as hell. <laughs> I that love it. So it's so cool. Yeah, freaking so, awesome, yeah. man. What if you... I hadn't known you were going to pick uh, Flight of Icarus, I could have given you all these clips, all these uh, isolated well, tracks. When, you know, you weren't exactly going to get ready for an underrated. Okay, I squeaked that one. <laughs> I was not. Yeah, okay. but I wanted to do it. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll give you that it's not underrated, but I will give you it's not. It's highly rated, but it's not as appreciated as it should be. And I'm fucking super pumped. It's on the set list. So I don't care. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. Amazing. I'm adding in. Yeah. Okay, it's underrated now. Okay, like I said, it's not on Best of the Beast. No. Maybe it should be. I think it should be. So, that, therefore, underrated? I don't know. It's yeah. a stretch, but man, eh, whatever. Who cares? Yes. Who cares? cares? We get to hear some good clips. <laughs> I just can't wait for it. <laughs> Give me an you, excuse to play you, those clips. <laughs> Josh, uh, you've been brought before the court today. You uh, claimed that the track was underrated, when in fact, it, it patently wasn't. How do you plead? <laughs> Go ahead. What's your last one? So, a lot of Maiden fans will think this isn't underrated. Okay. But I think for the casual fan... Even on a classic album like Peace of Mind, I think this song is overshadowed by the other tracks. Still Life. Yes. I love the way it kicks in with Nico's drums. That's cool. Another thing I love about this song, it's a little thing. It doesn't really have anything to do with the song, how it sounds. But I love that they say, nightmare is coming all the time. Nightmares will give me peace of mind. Like, I yeah, love when they say the name of the album mind. in the song. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's yeah. cool. I get a kick out of stuff like that. Um, sounds great live. They played at World Peace Tour 83 and Seventh Sun Tour in 88, and they haven't since. I would love for them to add this one again. I'm just going to play a quick, uh, a quick live clip. 
just to show you how awesome the song would be live. love to hear bruce do this again on tour sometime yeah very cool no yeah. it's awesome i love it i love it so the next track i know yeah. you're gonna love this okay underrated uh, track it's actually underrated okay hugely underrated yeah but it's absolutely amazing yeah final frontier mother of mercy yes i could see that fantastic yeah way underrated I've never heard anyone mention it, but that's Final Frontier in general but even on the as far as Final Frontier goes for track standing out this is way underrated yeah. third track on the album Mother Mercy, the whole Final Frontier album is underrated, really and truly. I think so, too. Yeah. I think the Final Frontier is really underrated mm. and overlooked. Yeah, and um, we're going to cover that album very, yeah. very soon. Very Done soon. our work. Yeah. Um, There's a little part of Mother of Mercy that uh, always like sticks in my ear, that always like yeah. annoys me. I'm going to save it when we do Final Frontier, but... Uh, Remind me when we do Final Frontier. <laughs> I will. I will. Um, I love the album. I love the track. Yeah, I love that album too, yeah. and I love. Well, I lo- I like that track a lot. I wouldn't say I love it, but I love it. Yeah, it, it stands out for me, and it's an actually an an underrated track. Um, the other ones, <laughs> Seven Sun, uh, only only the good die young, greater good of God, um, which is on the set list now. Duel yeah. is from Power Slave and Flight of Icarus. Yeah, hardly obscure. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not like you. I'm not going around like, oh, this is a, this is a, a bootleg of Bruce using a public toilet. Let's listen to the way it squeaks on the water. Like, no, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm. I'm going for the more mainstreamy underrated. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't have any duplicates because we uh, no. had our list secret from each other. That's true. I think that's part of the reason I went obscure with a lot of these. Yeah. That's also the reason you have like a hundred clips and I have like one. That's true. I have more I'm, than a hundred, man. I've got like. No, I mean Way in more this than, episode. Oh, in this episode. In this <laughs> I thought you were talking about like ready to go at the drop of a hat if you yeah. mentioned something. Oh my god, absolutely. <laughs> I all I've got is playlists of like yeah. know, underrated or favorite songs. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't have that stuff like you have with the individual tracks and the bootlegs and all that. No, I have them on my Google Drive because you copied yeah. them up. Yeah. Well, I gotta get them into Google Play. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, you just drag them and drop them. Drag them. Yeah. God, if only technology. <laughs> it's so, a two-part process. It's a two-part process. <laughs> My God, there's got to be a consultant I can hire for this. So, man, that's that's it for today. A little, little less, little tour lighter, a little back to... Yeah, it was yeah. fun. I like uh, getting into like playing some clips. It's fun to listen to uh, clips of Maiden songs that you love. But yeah. uh, the one takeaway from all my B-sides and this episode is like, Anyone who likes Maiden, go listen to Face in the Sand like three times in a row and then That's tell me you don't love it. I love it. That's excellent. Yeah. That's excellent. Still Life too. I, I love that. I love Still that. Life, yeah. So but we, I think everyone loves Still Life yeah. they just forget about it. Yeah, we've got to cover that album soon. Oh my god, yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. All right. 
All right. Good. Are you going to use your new sign off? I am. Talkingmaiden.com. Go there. Yeah. Email us if you have any issues. Yeah. And uh, rate us on iTunes. So, up the irons, down the hops. Thank you.